Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network as uh, we take another look at the conference championship matchups uh, with a look at the Kansas City offense against the Cincinnati defense, breaking it down for you. A reminder, if you have not caught uh, the other matchups we have, the, the Kansas City defense and the Cincinnati offense, as well as both sides of the ball for San Francisco, Philadelphia in that matchup. Uh, check us out over at um, uh, uh, on LandryFootball.com. You can find the podcast under the podcast section. Certainly, we'd encourage you to to subscribe the uh, and like and share the Landry Football Podcast Network so that you can get all of our football show content. We also like to remind you that we you can get more detailed film room breakdowns on this matchup, uh, as well as all the matchups, as well as everything that we've got at LandryFootball.com around college football, the NFL, um, recruiting, free agency, the draft. We've got it all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our holiday savings special today. So Kansas City's offense, Cincinnati's defense, how healthy will Patrick Mahomes be? Can he move around as he normally does in create those play extensions, make big-time plays. We're going to see that uh, specifically. What exactly does Lou Anarumo, the outstanding defensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals, what does he focus uh, into on passing downs? He loves to adjust his game plans week to week. Um, It's, you know, it's a, a sign of a coach that has a real understanding of how to put good concepts together, but has the pockets of adjustments that will allow um, you to make the type of changes week to week to give different looks. The main coverage Cincinnati plays, its preferred blitzes, its rotations, all get tweaked with really good effect uh, in order to stifle offenses. On a handful of snaps against the Bills in the division round, the Bengals brought simulated pressure, which is when a defense uses an off-the-ball player, such as a defensive back or an off-the-ball linebacker, as part of its pass rush, but drops a defensive lineman in the coverage and still brings a total of just four pass rushers. That's on top of the eight true blitzes that Anarumo dialed up last Sunday. One of those simulated pressures came on the final play of the first quarter and resulted in a sack by safety Von Bell, who took advantage of the pass protection inexperience of Bill rookie running back James Cook by changing the angles of attack for their pass rush and coverage defenders. The Bengals seemed to have the Bills offensive linemen, running backs, and Quarterback Josh Allen's head spinning for 60 minutes of a frustrating playoff performance from a Bills perspective. The simulated pressure makes sense against the Bills offensive line and against Josh Allen's eyes that uh, could cause you to be a little bit shaky with what you're seeing. In three previous matchups against the Chiefs since 2021, Anna has preferred to bring five or more pass rushers when he when he's mixed things up against Mahomes. 
He's always turned the knobs of just how much he's going to blitz a little bit hotter. Uh, because blitzing um, and uh, generating good pressure against Mahomes consistently is what he wants to do specifically on third and fourth down. So trying to find that perfect mix is what he's always trying to do. It makes sense that Anarumo prefers to blitz Kansas City rather than try to poke and prod with simulated pressure. The Chiefs' offensive line is one of the better units in the league when it comes to sorting out pressures and pass protection in general. With consistency, that front has been able to discern blitzers and allow the Chiefs' running backs to his release of their routes. Remember, we just talked about this exact factor on the other side of the ball. The Bengals blitzed the Chiefs six times during their Week 13 matchup throwing out one blitz snap that came in a goal line situation out of a heavy personnel. And the other five all happened on third or fourth down, making for the highest rate from the Bengals defense since the beginning of the 2021 season. It was a change in tendency from the combined two blitzes that the Bengals brought in non-goal line third and fourth down situations during their matchups with the Chiefs last year. And the Bengals had success back in December. Well, early on, at least, uh, after two third down incompletions to starts, um, Mahomes completed his next three passes against the Blitz for three first downs. He had a gain of five yards on fourth and four, plus two big completions to Marquez Valdez-Scantling in third and long situations. Valdez-Scantling picked up 42 and 29 yards, respectively, against cover zero pressures, six rushers with man coverage across the board elsewhere. Anarumo dared to play with fire last time out against Mahomes and wound up getting burned in the second half. The other changeup has in his arsenal of defensive calls is the use of three pass rushers and drop eight in coverage. It's something that really caused Mahomes, uh, uh, Mahomes a lot of problems uh, and Kansas City uh, during the 2021 championship game when the Bengals dropped eight defenders on Mahomes uh, 18 times. Easily the highest mark for the Bengals since 2021. And just the second time they've dropped eight more than 10 times over the same time span. That's also the type of play call that could make sense given that Mahomes is dealing with a high ankle sprain, which likely will limit his ability to ad-lib putting all those bodies and arms and passing lanes underneath could force Mahomes to look to attack downfield, something he also might not be able to do with as much explosiveness if that injury forces him to throw more with his upper body. The last time the Bengals dropped eight in the coverage against the Chiefs in week 13 was one of the best moves that I've seen all year long. While the Bengals showed pressure like they had all day, uh, they then flooded the passing lanes and landed a sack with only three rushers, a sequence that I thought was very, very effective. Um, how heavy do the Chiefs go? The 2021 championship game forced uh, a metamorphosis within this Chiefs offense, which started with sending Tyreek Hill off the South Beach including an uptick in heavier personnel groupings and an emphasis on the run game. 
it's not just how often the Chiefs run, but what they run. More under center, more plays with receivers, blocking on run-pass option plays. They still run routes on those, just not as much. The Chiefs have used less 11 personnel, one running back and one tight end, three wide receivers in 2022. They've been in that alignment on 56% of snaps in 2022. It was 67% in 2021. The Chiefs have supplemented those snaps by using their assortment of tight ends more often going to 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends, two wide receivers at a 9% higher rate in 2022. In using 13 personnel uh, with 39 more snaps. So with defenses treating Kelsey like a wide receiver when the Chiefs use two tight ends, that 13 personnel has been a way for the Chiefs to force defenses to play with more linebackers on the field. They've streamrolled um, those that don't. The Chiefs have been devastating out of 13 personnel this season, posing the highest offensive success rate of any team in the NFL. 11 of the Chiefs' 62 dropbacks from that grouping have gone uh, for an explosive play. You know, um, in week 13 uh, against uh, Cincinnati, the Chiefs used 13 personnel on seven snaps, up from the three combined attempts during the two 2021 matchups. They ripped off three first downs, two gains of 15 yards from those looks. That in addition to the Chiefs' success running the football against the Bengals over the past three meetings, three of the four highest single-game rushing success rates allowed by Bengals since the thought of the 2021 season uh, have come versus Kansas City. Perhaps we see Andy Reid use tight ends Noah Gray and Blake Bell alongside Kelsey, thereby making Unaromo pick his poison between giving up a five-yard gain and potentially losing control on the ground or daring to see how much magic Mahomes have less in his, uh, has left in his game. Look, there is a thought, obviously, a common thought, a sensible thought that put the ball in the hands of Mahomes and throwing the football with Kelsey. Of course, that's what they do all the time, most of the time. But against Cincinnati, it's not been as successful for four quarters. And one of the things that has happened in the past is that Andy Reid tends to want to rely too much on the passing game and not enough on the running game. And running game can create the right type of matchups. It forces you with a receiving tight end like Travis Kelsey. When you run 13 personnel, 12 personnel, two tight ends, three, even three on the field at the same time, you make the defense have to defend the run. If they don't, and they'll play Kelsey as a receiver, they'll just run the football and run it at a five-yard clip, six-yard clip. If you put numbers in the box to defend the run, then it's going to create a favorable matchup for Kelsey. Then they get you. Again, the untrained eye looks at it as, oh, they throw it to Kelsey more. Yeah, they did this. It's a two-way success option. Defensively, you declare, and offensively, they'll run it or throw it based upon how you're going to play it defensively. 
And if you're committed to running the football, which if Andy Reid's committed to doing it, it's going to increase their chances of winning it, which is why I say, A, if Kansas City can run the football for 120 yards in this game, they're going to win it because they can win it. But if they're not running it, let's say it gets into the 70 yards rushing, maybe 60, 70 yards rushing, I don't think they're going to win it because that plays into Cincinnati's hands. Cincinnati's defense can is more vulnerable against the run than it is against the pass. And if you're going to play shootout football, Joe Burrow can match you tit for tat. And particularly, not that Mahomes can't do it. He can. But I think the real magic here, the real success for these great offenses with these great quarterbacks for both sides is how you're able to run the football because it creates the right types of matchups in the passing game to allow the passing game to be successful. So look at that. Watch the running game with the Chiefs have the football on offense, as well as I mentioned in the breakdown of Cincinnati's offense versus Kansas City's defense. How well do the Bengals uh, run the football on offense? It's going to say an awful lot. The big plays come out of the passing game. Their successes are born and grow out of the run game because it creates the right type of matchups. See the game a little bit differently so that you can understand the whys. Understanding what happened, everything, everybody knows what happened, but not many people understand the whys. I'm giving you the whys of why things will happen, or if they choose not to do it or forced to not do it, why it will create a different result. So check it out. Um, it's what we do at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our holiday savings special. Get involved in understanding the X's and O's of the game, the understanding of how to properly evaluate players, college, NFL level. We got it covered for you at LandryFootball.com. Again, take advantage of our holiday savings special today. We cover football all year long, free agency, the draft, recruiting, all year long. We've got it for you over at LandryFootball.com. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network so you can get all of our football show content. content. Folks, enjoy the games. We'll be here to break it down for you. Till next time, have a great championship weekend uh, in the NFL watching the games.